do it now, get it set, solidified now, get commitments now, get things on the calendar now. You'll be, you'll be thinking your future self, I promise. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a repeat rock star. He's a good buddy of mine. I'm super excited to dive in today. He's a director of strategic accounts for Alpha, Broder, Prime. Scott Lurkey, thanks so much for joining me, bud. Glad to be back, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I thought we'd start kind of 10,000 feet, right? So it's been a tumultuous couple of years. I mean, maybe not for you, but for many of us, it's been a tumultuous <laughs> couple of years, right? So what are some things you've learned over the past few seasons? That's a great question. I'm actually glad you asked because it made me think about this for, you know, this morning and yesterday. And, you know, what I've taken from the last couple of years specifically is a do it now mentality, especially mm -hmm. like right now. Right. You know, it's been about a year since I've been back on the program and um, we are all we're all guilty of putting together really good ideas to launch a new year. And yeah. we get into that year, the minutia of the job takes over yeah. and those really good ideas we had with our customers that we were all on board for just got lost. And yeah. none of it's intentional, but it's the minutia of the job. Yeah. It feels like you got to have a do it now mentality starting right now, right now it's December, right? So we're having a lot of great conversations with our customers about how we can grow business organically the following year. And uh, we're putting things on the schedule now, right? To yes. avoid getting lost and not getting things done like we, like we plan to. So, you know, that's been my big philosophy right now going forward is having a do it now mentality, but also to prioritizing where you can be the most optimal and, and to get the bit, the best output for your time, you know, by far time is our most valuable resource. Mm -hmm. And there's yeah. a lot of things that pull us in a lot of directions. So for me, it's having the, the discipline and the willingness to accept priorities and, and mm -hmm. live by those priorities. And you know, the last time I was on this, this program, we talked a lot about delegation and I mm -hmm. think I've really worked towards that and, and uh, made that a priority of mine. Uh, and because of that, it's helped me prioritize my day to day mm -hmm. in a lot more of an efficient way to what's best for not just me, but for the business. Yeah, no, I love that. Do it now. One of the things I, t I preach all the time is just put it on the calendar before you're ready. Like, yeah. I, you know, like I, I, I will say to an assistant or whatever, hey, let's get an appointment with that person. Well, what do you want to talk to him about? I don't know yet. I don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I should be meeting with them. And so that's good. Correct. Yeah. I mean, cadence is important. Um, and that do it now mentality, because again, like it, it's no one's no one's doing it on purpose. It's just the nature of our of our roles in our industry. It's a fast paced industry. Targets move all the time. Yeah. Do it now. Get it set, solidified now. Get commitments now. Get things on the calendar now. You'll be you'll be thinking your future self. I promise. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. Yeah. Well, you mentioned it. I mean, we're recording this in December, which is a crazy time of year. But when this drops, it'll be probably near the beginning of 2024. Yeah. So. What do you think organizations and entrepreneurs and salespeople need to do to grow their business this year? You know, this is going to be such an interesting year, Kirby. Um, <laughs> you know, all, for people that are following the news and following data, there's a lot to be looking forward to. There's a lot to be happy about. I know sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but economically, yeah. we're outpacing our peers as a country when it comes to COVID, uh, life after COVID and, and, and growth. Uh, we're, we're, we're finally starting to see some uh, price inflation cooling as well, too. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Unemployment's at historic lows right now as well, too. The stock market's almost at record highs. All those things can be true, but if you, the individual, doesn't feel that, none of it's relevant, right? Right, And I think our, our, our end users have a lot of very valid reasons to be hesitant to spend money in 2024, right? There's a lot of factors going on that make make them a little bit more cautious than they normally would be. So you can take two approaches, either going to grow your business, what you already have, or you're going to grow new business, right? And there's really just two ways to look at that and how to get there. So if you're really focused on growing your business with new accounts next year, well, how are you going to get there? Mm-hmm. Have you have you the distributor uh, put together a list of of prospects? Have you qualified those prospects? And how many do you want to do? Like how many prospects do you want? Uh, and then what's your cadence? What's your rhythm? How, how are you going to touch these customers? Does right. it start with a phone call? Does it then go to an email? Then do you start utilizing some of the supplier resources with virtuals and vignettes, etc. It's storyboards, et cetera. And then at some point, do you start looking at spec samples, specific spec samples for these people, for these uh, these targeted accounts? Um, and then the question I ask is, what are you willing to spend, right? Mm. It's time, right? It's not just your time. It's not just the touch points. What are you, the distributor, willing to spend to grow that business? Is that uh, potentially doing lunches with these individuals? Is that buying spec samples? Is that buying samples in general? Or what are you going to do that's going to make you different in a very saturated market of distributors, right? Um, To me, there's some things that you got to think about, but again, you got to do it now, right? If you're seeing this in January, you've got to do this now and start setting up a cadence to get there. And then for the customers you do have, you know, the easiest business to grow is is the business you already have, right? And that pie can be very big. And the last time I was here, we were talking about, can you grow with print? Can you grow with uh, other solutions beyond what you're currently offering them, whether that's hard goods or apparel? But think even more simplistic than that. Do you have your customer currently under contract? for X amount of years? And is there minimum spend within that contract? And if the first thing you think when you hear that is, my customer will never go for that. Hmm. Why? Why would they never go for that, right? Have you ever asked the question? Are you making an assumption based on what you think you know? Um, and then in turn is, what would it require for you to give the customer, for them to be interested in mandated spend on an annual basis? Does that mean you know, better terms? Does that mean potentially a rebate or maybe a marketing fund that goes back to a specific event based on spend? You know, There's a lot of different things you can do that can make it uh, more advantageous for your customer to continue to grow business with you. And then it also helps you when it comes to forecasting as well. So that would be something that I would consider. Uh, on top of that too, you know, what are you doing in regards to educating yourself on some of the trends that are happening in our industry, which in turn adds value. It makes you less transactional. So I know everybody's talking about sustainability. I recognize that, but think beyond product, think logistics, think about carbon footprint. You have customers all over the country. Maybe you're centralized based on where you live. You probably have a supplier network that's relatively near you that you can get the majority of your product from. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about carbon footprint? Are you thinking about the cost of shipping? That's a variable expense that you can help mitigate, things right. along those lines. So how are you finding creative ways to add value to the customer you already have? Because I think business is going to be vulnerable for everybody next year, and it's really going to be those mm-hmm. that are finding ways to be valuable beyond just transactions that's going to help people grow their business. What do you think? 
Man, that's that you, you covered a lot of ground there. That's uh, it's really really good. Um, and, and some things that I be honest with you hadn't considered. And you know, obviously, this is the time we're going through our marketing plan. You know, going super basic is I think one of the things we're going to do is do. We went from doing a quarterly um, mm-hmm. kind of big promotion with our top customers that we want to uh, practice what we preach. We want yeah. to do uh, self promo every single month, a marketing yeah. piece every single month. It's fascinating to me how people in our industry don't uh, utilize the thing that we um, we promote and we sell yeah, we to promote their own business. You know, so honestly, those are a couple sort of random thoughts to tap onto what you said. And I, dude, what you said was gold. So I appreciate it. Yeah, and it goes back to the do it now mentality. Like, cause yeah. again, the noosh, the job starts to set in, it's halfway through the year. Like, where did we go with these initiatives? What do you have to put on the calendar right now to remind you on a monthly basis to prep for that, that we, that monthly promotion? What are you yeah. doing right now to make that very turnkey for you with the future? Again, your future self is going to thank you for the work that you do now. You know, I know right now we're very much in the, in the, the heat of the holiday season, we're going to see some low period here going into January. This is really valuable time to reassess, reevaluate, and execute your plans for 24. It's awesome. That's good stuff. All right, man. Well, we've covered a lot of ground already, but I want to get a couple more questions. So like, one thing I like to ask everybody is just kind of peek under the hood. Who who are some people or organizations or, or individuals, whatever, that inspire you to be better? And what have they done to do that? Can I generalize? Of course. Okay generalize? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take an easy way out here, but our industry is what's motivating me to be better right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, beyond we've had a lot of great conversations about the resilience of our industry in a COVID environment in a post-COVID world, and that's really inspiring in itself. But what I've appreciated over the last eighteen months is what we've learned from the COVID experience. And okay. a lot of what we have learned, I think, is operational efficiencies. And a lot of that comes into play when you talk about integration, for example. You know, I think there's a lot of like-minded distributors and suppliers in this industry that are really, really focused on on making our order processes more turnkey. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, the best way for us to scale our business going into the future is going to be automation and, you know, maybe even AI or just better technology in general. And, mm-hmm. you know, in some ways it was unfortunate it took COVID for us to really wake up and go, rescaling this business is going to be hard in a labor shortage environment, right? Right. But, uh, you know, it's taken a lot of customers and a lot of suppliers, a lot of time and resources to to um, to, to, to make this initiative happen. But that's really inspiring to me because... Yeah. That is what's going to separate uh, the winners and losers in this industry long term when it comes to operational efficiencies and scale. And if you're a smaller distributor, like I wouldn't look at that as a deterrent in any way, shape or form. There are plenty of services out there right now, including Common SKU, right. that are, are heavily invested in integration and, and trying to make or, uh, order efficiency much better. So to me, that is really exciting. I'm also really excited about what our industry is doing in, when it comes to sustainability. I, I, I know yeah. that uh, this has been a hot topic issue uh, for for our industry. There's been some uh, colorful commentating for people outside of our industry about, about uh, the perceived sure. waste. Uh, what's great about what we're seeing is, you know, at least from our perspective, you know, the majority of our lines now have some form of sustainable components in it. It's just yeah. becoming the norm instead of the exception. And that I'm really proud of. That inspires me as well, too, uh, to go out and sell the business. But, you know, we're just a resilient group. We're a yeah. resilient group. And I always get really energized this time of year when I hear about some of the unique things that 
uh, distributors are doing in, in the market to, to differentiate themselves and, and to provide value to the customers. So uh, it's, it's really you guys that uh, get me up in the morning. It gets me excited. That's cool. All right, man. Final question. So we kind of referenced this. This is the beginning of the year that it's often means goal setting, right? So mm-hmm. I'm always I'm curious about this. Are you are you like a big goal person or are you an incremental goal person and why? I am an incremental goal person, but I'm also a long-term goal person. So okay, okay. personal level, Kirby, I have a budget set up through 2027. Wow, this okay. drives me a little crazy. But it's true. We have budgets all the way up through 2027. I, I put the plan in place and then I take steps back to execute the plan. So that's what I do on a personal level. But for me to accomplish my personal goals, it has to intertwine with my professional goals, right? Right. So it's the same mindset for me, right? I have my own professional goals. Of course, the company has their own professional goals, naturally. Uh, now, if you're an independent business or your own, you're your business owner, you have your own personal goals as well, too. But I set the plan and then I work backwards. And for me, it's not even goals. It's the plan. You mm-hmm. execute the plan, right? This isn't a goal. It's a plan, right? So that's my my big thing. Like, look, we love, we love big opportunities. We love the whales, as they call those, right? But they're harder to forecast and even harder to anniversary. So I've always been a big believer, Kirby, in setting a foundation of success at the ground level and making the customer experience as optimal and as efficient as possible. And then growth organically comes with that, right? So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of bottlenecks in our industry. There's a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of options in our industry. So my focus is what are we doing now to make the customer experience the best possible experience possible? Best possible experience possible. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. following you. <laughs> uh, and working backwards to get there. So um, yeah, I'm very much a... Um, integral goal person with long-term mindset. I love that. That's really cool. Well, Scott, this has been really fun. I appreciate you taking the time and I think that you provided a lot of value to folks listening. So thanks, man. We'll have to do it again. We'd love to come back. Thanks, Kirby. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering Marketing Joy.